Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. El nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich de McDonald's es crujiente, tiernito, jugoso. Es pollo en la McDonald's, un mordisco y... ¡Wow! Es el nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich. Ordena por anticipado en el app de McDonald's. Para pa, pa, pa. En McDonald's participantes. You there. This is Dave and Jason. Hey. From DC On Screen. It's that time again. We need help from you to grow our show. But keep listening because there's something in it for you. Give us a five-star written review on iTunes for a chance to win a free DC trade paperback, DVD, or Blu-ray valued at $15 or less. One in ten will win. The winner will be randomly selected with a number generator on random.org and announced on one of our news episodes. It's pretty simple, really. Free stuff. Hooray! Anyway, yeah, seriously, do that. It helps us a lot. It's, like, so good. Anyway, sit back. Enjoy this brand new episode of DC On Screen. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 230. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This my little co-host, Jason Goss. Ah, yeah. Today we're going to get super spoilery on Arrow 503, a matter of trust. To recap, Oliver still doesn't trust his new team. He doesn't feel that they're ready. Meanwhile, a new drug dealer, Garrett Runnels, is making some next-level shit called Stardust. In an overzealous fit, Wild Dog drags Evelyn Sharp into a recon mission that turns into a full-on battle that ends in Runnels falling into a vat of chemicals that makes him impervious to pain. With the city thinking him dead, Runnels begins a new mission to make an army like himself. Oliver as mayor is being dragged through the dirt as the media is having a field day with him appointing alcoholic Quentin Lance as deputy mayor, then with him not knowing about the appointment in the first place. Thea offers to resign from her position since the media problem was her mistake, and Oliver, having learned to trust his new team in the Runnels mission, keeps her aboard and stands by Quentin. Oh, and uh, Felicity tells Roy that she was the one who directed the nuke to his hometown of Haven Rock. That may have been oversharing. I, I freely admit think? that they were going to do it at some point, but she may have she may have come a little too clean that time. Yeah, I mean, I was glad for it because I didn't want to want to deal with any more secretive bullshit on this show. Yeah, but I was I immediately I thought, oh, he just walked out of the room. Please don't walk out of our lives, Ragman. Come back, stay on the team. <laughs> I love Ragman. It's um, great. Our buddy Jacob Raspberry of uh, Screen Explosion just sent me a Facebook message after Arrow and just said, I love Ragman. That's all he said. <laughs> That's all that need be said. <laughs> I mean, he's and he's got great chemistry with Curtis already. Like, is this normal behavior around here? Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was a little under the nose, all the the Garrett Runnels being the real name of Corey, uh, Cody Rhodes, um, the guy who played Garrett Runnels. Mm-hmm. The fact that he was making what they, he was making a drug called Stardust, which is his alter ego in wrestling mm-hmm. and just in case you um, didn't know that there were a lot of wrestling references they give you the the backstory of terry sloan and the fair play jacket mm-hmm. as a wrestler there was really a lot of a lot of wrestling references this episode oh another cool reference though this episode um i don't know if they meant yeah. uh, surely they meant to do this right uh she says what kind of vigilante wears a hockey mask and oliver says i think it's cool it's gotta yep, be it's that gotta be a casey reference right yeah 
They were yeah. just they were they were going reference heavy, but that's that's cool. Yeah, and you know, like last week I said, you know, they're gonna they might actually break their streak of being good this year because of the promo. Uh, Cody Rose looked like he's an awful actor. He actually didn't do too bad. He he didn't. I think he just got like a bad shot of him. He he did fine. Yeah, he was fine. Um, he didn't really talk a lot, but that was fine. He had he really, actually did kind a really of one good, job. good speech, and and that was in and out, man, in and out. Yeah, and you know, he didn't talk a lot, but Oliver, like when Oliver slashed all of his tendons and he was flopping around, he actually did a really good job with that. It looked real. Yeah, and oh my Uh, God, that scene. Yeah. I mean, the fight was just a fight, but then slash, 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 slash. Damn, that looked good. Uh Uh-huh. And then we got a little bit of Nolan-esque there, but in this case, I loved it. Um, When he's got the guy hanging, he says, I'm not going to kill you, but I can't guarantee you'll walk away from this. (laughs) I was like, damn. (laughs) Oh, and before he does him. that, he he um he gives him some speech about like we know about you, you won't kill, and he pushes him over the edge like oh don't worry, you'll live. And it was good, it was a good training <laughs> session. That was like Ollie's version of uh, Dark Knight Returns, where like Batman's just like snapping legs and shit, and that cop goes, "You just crippled that man." Batman goes, "He's young, he'll live. Yeah, or he'll walk again. <laughs> no, he'll live. He'll walk again." Like oh damn, ah. Yeah. Oh. That's good stuff. That was. And if that's what Oliver's going to do. I love that the trainees were just like, is Oliver going to kill him? And Felicity's like, that's a really good question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's on the table right now. It's, I don't know we what's don't, happening. I don't know. I don't know. We will we'll all watch and see. So I got really right, so super angry about the Deadshot thing. You got but, super angry about the Deadshot thing? Yeah, I just... I, I, disappointed angry. Because I, like, I saw him and thought, yes, he came back in this timeline. And it didn't. I'm so excited. Uh-huh. I didn't even think about how uh, you know obvious that scene was. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And then and then they pulled the imagination card. Oh man, come on, give me yeah. Laden back. Yeah. I was. Uh. I I figured it out like a, a few minutes before they did it. I went. Oh man. I hope they don't do that. And then they did it, and I was like, ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. I just was set. And. I think I remember saying this before about Diggle. Like, man, come on, dude. Everyone makes mistakes. Get over it. Get over it. Mm-hmm. I should. I, I killed my brother. Therefore, I'm going to take a, a treason charge. No. Right. Yeah, that didn't make sense to me. Like, I need to be punished. I hate that. I hated that a okay, lot. Well, but get it, out. It of, was. Uh, I mean, what the episode he, was? If he lets himself go down for the treason charge, the guy that actually did it won't get prosecuted. What, yeah. What does that do? Absolutely. But, you know, the John John's idea of, like, I deserve this was so undeniably John. Oh, yeah. It's a very John thing to do. That I wasn't actually even really mad at it. I was just like, well, that's dumb. Yep, that's John. <laughs> that's why you need Oliver around, buddy. I, it's, I, like, just, there's mm. been a few times where he's gotten in that mood and Oliver's kind of snapped him out of it. So that's there's a reason they need each other around. <laughs> yeah. Um. So far, loving Adrian Chase. He's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And you... Uh, I love the line, it's okay, I don't hold grudges. I laughed out loud, I went, ha! Right? <laughs> Bullshit. And I just, I just, like, every time I saw him, I was just like, oh, you're so unstable. <laughs> <They're> so... <laughs> uh, they, they, he's playing it well. He's doing a good this job. He's playing I, it well. I, they had a great intro with him with the um, the super pissed off conversation. Just just mm. fun dialogue. I enjoyed the scene. Oh, something I'm I'm deeply impressed with, uh, and I've I've already said it several times uh, this season. But man, Thea, like uh-huh. she has her whole little line about um, I listened to what you told me not to do, but then I decided to do what I thought was right. Guess where I got that one from? Um, I 
I just I, I love her now. Like I'm rooting for her. I mean, you knew yeah. she was getting played in the middle of the episode with that uh, mm-hmm. that reporter because you know never trust a reporter. Absolutely. But she tells her later, uh, "You played me, but you only get to do that once. Next time you try to do that, you'll be lucky if you even have a blog." Yep. And I found myself going, "Yeah, get her, girl." Yeah. Uh, they've given her they've given her agency this year, even if like, she is just still working for Oliver. She's actually running. No, she that I mean, office like she's she's like, running the crap out of Oliver's that. Oliver's working for her. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was it Lance that told her we may have erected the wrong? They may have elected the wrong, uh, the wrong, the wrong queen. queen yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, loving that she's taking the responsibility of what happened. I mean, I rolled my eyes and was like, "Oh, Thea, come on now." Well, but uh, she as got a, she did a, well, back herself think, into a corner here. But as I, a kid who grew up as you know in in the tabloids, she would know not to trust a reporter. Period, and what not to say to a reporter. But yeah, you know. She's been through a hard time. I'll give her that. Yeah. Give her the slip up. Made a couple mistakes. Enjoying her anyway. Came out right. I mean, Oliver admits she was right the whole time at the end of it. Lovely little mm-hmm. moment between Lance and, and Oliver. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. When he when he shook Lance's hand at the end, Said, stood by him. You're the right man for the I job. I got teary. Yeah. yeah. I got teary, man. Yeah. I just want Lance to be okay. Yeah. You know, for as much as we make fun of his Laurel Sarah stuff, I mean, I actually like the guy. I like the character. <laughs> yeah. And he's not doing any of that anymore. So yeah, far, he's, he, really doing that he's just been pithy this year. It's great. Oh my gosh, man! I loved Mister. Uh, I loved Echo. Uh, what, what's his name on the show? Curtis. Curtis. Yeah. I loved Curtis telling Rory like, "Oh, yeah, I'm happily married." And uh, and Rory's like, "Yeah, you're you're not my type." He's like, "Oh, are you gay?" He's like, "No," nope. which <laughs> makes you not my type. <laughs> it's just so damn awkward. It was hilarious. It was great. <laughs> And then the way he sits down with Felicity, like he, he learns about Haven Rock, and like just the way he plops down and stares at Felicity, I was laughing still. He just he just leers at her until she turns her head. It was wonderful. Who did that? Curtis. Like right after he, he finds out about Haven Rock, and then he immediately goes over to the to the oh, computer right, and like right. sits down in the background and just stares her down. It was. I thought you meant Rory because I was no, like, no, he no. didn't plop down. He just turned and walked away. Yeah, he was fine. No, they all. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> um. <laughs> that, that's how good Echo Kellum is at making me laugh. He sat down and I laughed. Mm-hmm. The way he sat down made me laugh. I even I even laugh when they were like actually in they were actually doing their their mission. And I don't remember who said it. Maybe it was Ragman or somebody or Evelyn. I don't even remember. But they were like, "Oh, the the mask looks good." And he was like, "Yeah, it still feels really weird on my face." I can't remember if it was Ragman <laughs> or Evelyn either. But yeah, somebody remarked that. I I didn't know if they were gonna actually do a tea. I haven't seen I hadn't seen set photos or anything. But um, they actually did the tea. Yeah, yeah. I I saw set photos and I saw the tea. Um, I'm very proud of them. They haven't named yeah. him yet, though, right? He hasn't. Like, they haven't yet. We'll find a way. I'm just. I'm, um, I keep imagining because they're getting all the little pieces in place. So I keep imagining maybe at the end of the season or at some point, like a really pissed off, actually combat ready Curtis, like staring angrily at somebody with the freaking T spheres floating around him. I, I, I'm like, oh, that sounds great. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of giddy about it. Um, so when he's, uh, when Ollie is fighting, uh, Runnels or Samson or whatever we're calling him, <laughs> sure, whatever his name is, um, and he shoots that arrow through the dude, through his chest uh-huh. and then like zip lines him up in the air and then jumps and like meets him halfway, man, they're, they're doing some good shot. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing some good stuff with their fights now. They're kind of hitting, hitting up the CGI shit a little bit more like with the flash well they're getting clever um, grappling somebody into you while you like that, that was neat yeah 
Oh, and I don't know how much of that was CGI, by the way, but it looked great. A lot of it looked practical. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, there's something I, I, I just go back and see if you if you saw it at some point. Okay. Felicity's wearing an outfit. Um, it's like I don't, I don't remember which outfit it was. I, I found it early on when. Uh, all right, so he storms the place. Uh, Oliver comes back, uh, bitches at um, Wild Dog for a minute, and then even Felicity steps in and 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 uh, kind of chastises him. Which that's that's the one that really hurt, right? Mm-hmm. I swear, in that episode, she's wearing like her earrings are like Doctor Manhattan symbol. <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, I doubt that's on purpose. But I swear, it's a circle with a little drop down and a circle inside that. Yeah, I I didn't notice that. That's funny. I don't think I would have if it was anything other than like a, some kind of symbol like that. But mm. we do remark on their fashion a good bit on this show. We kind of do. <laughs> Just made a couple of I'll call them I'll call them outstanding choices, but I mean the literal interpretation of that word. Mm-hmm. So, uh, aggravating point for me on this episode, why is Channel 52 always just showing the same two minutes of footage whenever it's needed? I don't know. I don't know. But there they are. <laughs> I mean, as soon as... You're right. As soon as they need them, there, there they go. Yeah, that was that was eye-roll-worthy. That was awful. Yeah. But it's a, it's a, it's one of the tropes. When you need to get something from the news, all you have to do is turn your, like, to get the most relevant thing that could possibly be happening on the local news in television, what you have to do is basically either turn the TV on or turn your head toward it. And sometimes, when you turn mm-hmm. your head toward it, the volume magically goes up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, you're right, I would like to see a scene when they were like, they turn on the news and like, alright, it's, wait, they're doing the weather. Hold on, let's, you want to get a snack, we'll come back. I think they're covering the local segment after the weather. Mm-hmm. Like, 40 minutes pass, and like, okay, that's the part I was trying to show you. That's it, right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh so the flashbacks much better this year so far flashbacks still are great and uh um, the little scene with the the bratva cutting his back was um <laughs> i love the line everyone in this room has tried to kill me at some point mm-hmm. but uh they explained a lot of the scars yep i i love the the bit where he's like where anatoly takes oliver and shows the woman that the man who killed her son is dead mm-hmm. like the whole bratva brings justice thing mm-hmm. like, hell yes Hell yes, Must this is so good. Take down Kovar, need army. Bratva is the army. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that guy. I liked him in the one at season two where we had him on the ship. Yeah. I liked him then. I'm glad they got, I'm glad they got him back. Hey, make make no mistake, man. Anatoly, he's not from Aspectnia. No, no. Though he does enjoy a bread bowl. Who doesn't? <laughs> sure, um, it was just a little flash in the pan, but they were, they were good. All right. Uh... So we end the episode with Lila coming to Oliver, wanting Oliver to break John out of prison. I know that the, that will be the good thing to do. That will be like the thing that, you know, turns John around. Oliver will talk to him a little bit and they'll have it out. And mm-hmm. then he'll decide like, this is what's best. Blah, 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 blah. But I feel like it's poor reasoning on Lila's part. <laughs> To feel like that, John, like if John won't fight the charges against him because he deserves punishment, what make what makes you think that he wants to be broken out of prison by Oliver? Oh, he's not going to want to be. I feel like he's going to get in there and have to. He's going to get all the way in there to the cell with him, and then still have to fight Diggle to get him out of there. Mm-hmm. You, I doubt very seriously you... he's going to show up and you know just magically talk him into it. Mm-hmm. Now, I I got to admit it would have made sense if Lila say asked Oliver to talk to him first before they resort to breaking him out of prison but i don't care what it got me as a in the promo for next week you see um all of his recruits standing in the in the road there saying we're not gonna let you you're not gonna let me (laughs) 
Yeah, it's fun. You you couldn't even ring the bell, and you think you're gonna stop? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I meant to bring up something in the Flash or Flash episode, but I guess I'll do it here because it does relate to this. Um, I noticed that, or I realized, because I'm an idiot and I didn't realize it before completely. Um, we do that all the time. I know. Yeah, they can't, or they guess they can, but um, I kind of doubt they're gonna reset the timeline to the way it was without the little changes, because John Jr. grows up to be Connor Hawk in Legends of Tomorrow. Ooh. Hmm. that a new one for you? I, I didn't even remember <laughs> Connor Hawk. You remember, uh... I remember, though. John that, Diggle Jr.? There was a there was an arrow in the future. Yeah. I'll be damned. He says his name was John Jr., but he doesn't deserve to use his father's name. Well, Jesus. Man, we missed that one. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I mean, I totally remember him now. I remember it being John Jr., but it, that should have been something where, when they were looking it up on, uh flash like week before last we should have gone oh john jr uh-huh but uh we failed we failed this podcast you know what it was what? <laughs> you know what it was though uh what had happened was mm-hmm. was uh you know i'm avid comic book reader so i'm just so used to there being alternate futures i saw an alternate future i said oh look at that they're probably just going to rewrite that and i've just went ahead and forgot about it i can buy that i was just like oh yeah, that shit right. ain't happening. I'll let you have that. So, I mean, if that's what we're fighting for, if that's what we're watching Arrow for, if that happens, that future, shit, <laughs> that's not good. Well, it doesn't uh, you're not tied <laughs> into it, but um, right, right. Hmm. But you're right. There's something to it. Even if the, even if they do rewrite it and Sarah comes back and John Junior is no more, like that version of the future is probably the and hey, you know we have that we had that in in the trailer for that legends of tomorrow where we see barry from like 2056 saying like it was my fault all of it or whatever mm-hmm. maybe like that is like that's during the crossover right so that might be the point where uh he goes back and he's like oh hey look at all this stuff like the the john jr the you know 2046 which is where ollie or they found ollie in legends of tomorrow mm-hmm. maybe all of that came from him changing the timeline and then he does go back and change it one last time, and that's when he looks over at his former self and puts up his hand and is like, nah, man, don't do it. I don't know. That could work. I I'm figured the fun part about having stuff. the legends around is uh, we can have some cake and eat it, because uh, we can have that episode with John Jr. growing up in that decrepit Star City that was um, mm-hmm. supposed to be a terrible future, but... With the legends, like they can, you can get this timeline where it wants to be, and then the legends can still jump around, keeping Star City from mm-hmm. doing that. They've got an out no matter what they do. It's kind of nice. Yep, I'm down though. So good. Yeah, good going. <laughs> um, I think that's all I have for Arrow. Yeah, me too. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to DC on Screen. We are DC on Screen. You can find every episode at dconscreen.com. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Go over and rate us and review us and subscribe to us and all that good stuff. We're proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Giant Size Team Up Network. Uh, sorry, GiantSizeTeamUp.com. Uh, go and check out all those cool shows over there. And uh, we're also proud members of the Batman Podcast Network. Uh, we are going to be coming back right away with episode 231, uh, reviewing Legends of Tomorrow 202, the Justice Society of America. Until then, keep some DC on your screen. Mm-hmm.